What do you think of that? It's pretty nice. He likes it? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do with it. There were a lot of things that I felt, um, you know, I could have done with that, but I don't know. I've been doing a lot of country riffs recently, so I yeah. decided to I'm do like, something with that. I might short and sweet, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, it yeah. doesn't suck. I don't know. All right, hello and welcome to episode 11 of Musician Stories. My name is Chris Mitchell, and I am the lead guitar player for Four Times Louder. Today we have with us a guitar player from Heir to the Throne, Adrian. Is your last name? Do it. Sekula. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> How's it going, man? It's good. It's good. Um, you know, just chilling now. Just chilling right now. <laughs> well, Drive wasn't bad like, over? No, no, it's pretty good. Um, especially with like going to college and stuff. Um, right now, our band, our band is a little on a hiatus, but... Right, yeah, so let's just get right into that. How long have you guys been playing? So we've been together about like two years maybe-ish um, as a band, but I've been playing guitars. Um, I think I just did the math. It was about like six years. Oh, wow. Yeah. And how old are you now? I just turned 18 in July. Oh, my gosh, you started young. Yeah. Real young. Wow. What was your, what was your first good instrument? First instrument yeah was clarinet, clarinet you know school band school band stuff <laughs> how long were you in school band for i went all the way through senior year high school marching band oh, okay yeah i was a band kid <laughs> you went through all that nice are you yeah. still gonna do it because you so you're going off to college now right right is that why you guys took a break for the band yeah because um our bassist he went to ou a little bit of a drive, but then our lead singer went to uh, Missouri, St. Oh Louis. So, yeah. Whenever, I mean, whenever we have like a break or something and everyone's home, could definitely schedule something and, you know, still play, but just not all the time now. No, that's fair. It'll be an adjustment for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a bit of a, yeah, I went through that as well, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going through. <laughs> changing from high school to college you're like oh everybody's in a different place right you know? but you get used to it i mean for our band right now we have a guy in columbus canton you know i'm i'm up in medina area so mm, like yeah we're all over the place and we have a gig we're like okay you know yeah. <laughs> how are we gonna do this uh but you adjust to it right and everybody right. starts getting cars and yeah. stuff it's <laughs> it's fun um but all right, well, what was your upbringing in music after the clarinet? Were you, you know, classical guy? What kind of stuff did you primarily listen to? Well, so, I mean, well, every kid goes through that weird stage of music where it's like weird, you know. But like how from, so? You know, like there was uh, I don't even. This makes me cringe, but like all the dubstep techno stuff and all that when you're like super young. But uh, but then from there, like my parents have always listened to like all the older stuff, classic rock stuff. So I started to go more into like the alternative area. Like I started, okay, first song I ever learned, the riff, the intro riff in uh, "The Evil Has Landed" by the Queens of the Stone Age. Great so, song. Yeah, um, I was start. My main like influences around that time was more like alternative, like there was like alternative modern stuff, like uh, Queens of the Stone Age, Black Keys, and uh, 
like Jack White and stuff. Okay. I feel like I um I start that's when I started to sort of get into like the rock stuff and I uh started listening to more like Led Zeppelin, Aerosmith, like ACDC, all that stuff. Yeah. So, I mean. So with the band you guys were in, did you primarily do covers of that kind of music? Yeah. Did you have original songs? Um, We always talked about it, but we never really did originals. We are just a cover band, but. Cool. You know. Did you want to do original stuff in the future? Or? Possibly, yeah. I mean, okay. I think it'd be cool to like, you know, have something that you did, you know, your own music, like. Yeah. You're young. You got plenty of time. Yeah. It's yeah. cool to <laughs> take a lot of time and do the, the cover band stuff and really get to know. Yeah. <clears throat> some of those other songs, you know, cause then you learn from them. You right. Know, all those songs you yeah. learn from. Um, okay. Talk to me about your first guitar ever and how you got it. First guitar ever. So it was actually when I was like seven or eight, my parents got me like, you know, it was like, squire like beginner kits with like the little amp and the okay. tiny guitar so i had that like but the then, small scale ones yeah what color was it it was classic black and white okay like, i i might have the same exact yeah one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um so i started with that but i never like i didn't even i'm gonna be honest i didn't even know like how to make a note on the guitar like i would just strum i didn't know like I thought you were supposed to put your fingers like on the dot, right? Like in between the the strings, and I was like, "This is not good." But so it kind of sat for a little bit, for a few years, um, before I eventually did pick it up. Um, And from there, I like kind of taught myself how to play, self-taught through like YouTube videos and stuff. Arnie Schwartz. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if there's two things when I ask, you know, younger musicians, like, hey, you know, what were your big influence? Black Strat, Mini Strat, they made a killing. Whatever company or package that yeah. together, and then Marty Schwartz. Right. <laughs> they just, they didn't miss when they did those two things. Right. Um, yeah. Did you have any other uh, family members or anybody close to you that played music that kind of influenced you that way, or this was something that you just kind of took up yourself? No, it was pretty much just me because, like, my parents never, they always like listened to that stuff, never played it or anything. Um, none of my siblings ever picked it up like me. So I don't know like where it came from. I yeah. just kind of, just kind of had that, you know, like I just picked it up out of nowhere. Yeah. So you said uh, you were self-taught? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of YouTube videos. Oh yeah. Um, That's how yeah. I primarily started. And then... Um, after like a couple years, I would start just listening to the songs and like just figuring them out on my own. Just like learning by ear. Right. Which I think really helped a lot in me, like getting better at the guitar, I'd say. Sure. Yeah. If you can, if you can do that, it's helpful. You know, your training is awesome. I, it's great. Uh, who are your biggest influences when you were learning to play? What were like some of the songs that you were learning? Uh, you said the first one, but who else? Um, so around that time, it was primarily it was mostly like Jack White and like Josh Holm of of like Queens of the Stone Age and um, 
Shoot, what was the other one that I said? Black Keys, Dan Alberback. I loved him for some reason. <laughs> okay. Um, but like, f- I would also just find like videos of just random songs that I liked, like that I heard that I thought would be fun to play or cool to learn, and I would just kind of play them out of nowhere. Um, but I feel like those were the core like influences per se. Um, until I like started to get better and listen to more music and more classic rock stuff. And I would, then I would say my influences grew to like Jimmy Page, uh, Angus Young and like Joe Perry, Aerosmith. Um, I got to bring up the dragon suit. Oh yeah. Dude. So for those who don't know, talk about that. Okay. So, um, I I started my performance side of guitar in the school of rock. And um, so I started doing the band, like my own band, while I was still in it. So I was trying to like, I wanted to do like one last show before I like just started to pursue my band. And so the show was Led Zeppelin. It was um, Led Zeppelin 3, the album. Because there was the one song I really wanted to play because I learned it and it was so fun. It was Braniar Stomp or however you say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so my dad had this idea since he's, he'd like started to get into like making T-shirts and stuff, like putting the vinyl and stuff on it. So he thought, what if we made like Jimmy Page's dragon suit? Oh. And I was like... That would be awesome. I got chills, dude, just thinking about <laughs> that was it. It's so, so cool. cool. And um I kind of just after that show, like I kind of worn it a couple times playing. Like Yeah. I'm sure you've seen on our Instagram page the uh when we played at the rock off. Right. And uh I wore it then. Well, because I was thinking since I had the suit for that and our name was heir to the throne, I was like so what if we make it like a premise, like um, we all dress as legends of the industry as, you know, we're heirs to the kings and queens who came before us of rock and roll, you know? Yeah. And so it was like a perfect opportunity to wear the suit. <laughs> oh, dude, it was so cool. And I saw you post about it and the day of I sent you pictures, I was like, nice. Yeah. That yeah. was incredible. I was like. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, even on the, uh. On the judges' sheets, when we got them back, a lot of them were complimenting it too. <laughs> oh, oh, I bet you guys had judges. Yeah, it, well, it was like um, the high school rock off. It was like a competition, you know. And then like three bands from each. They had like three weekends of performances, and then each three bands from each weekend would um go to the finals. Okay. Sadly, we did not, but we all thought we should have. With the dragon shoot, <laughs> I know, so right? you definitely should. Yeah, and have. one of the bands, one of the people who got in over us was like a solo act. Oh. I don't know, but anyways, <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting into that right now. No, um, no fair. <laughs> yeah, no, the uh, so the judges they really liked it. Um, I think I was gonna say something else, but I completely forgot to be honest. <laughs> okay, how long was the the set for the Zeppelin show? For the Zeppelin show yeah. for School of Rock, so um, we played the whole Zeppelin three album, and then we added a couple songs here and there. Like um, 
one of the songs was the ocean that we did. Cool. They had me on bass on that song. That was huh. fun. Um, and then um, I think they did Black Dog too. So. Cool. Not bad. How did you get involved with the School of Rock? Or explain to people who don't know what the School of Rock is. Okay, well, the School of Rock is like they give lessons to like new musicians who want to like learn it but they also provide like a performance side so like they'll um hold these sh- themed shows like my first show was acdc and they would just pick songs just from i think they mostly did like bon scott era of okay. acdc but they also did like back in black obviously um right but um so and they start off like you could go in and get a free like trial lesson to see like where you're put at, you know, where they would place you. And so I went in for like a free trial one time and then um, nothing really came of that because like especially because I was like still kind of starting off and I was like. How old were you when you went in for your first trial? Um, I'm not sure how old i think it was like around freshman year high school i'd say okay so i'd been playing for like two or three years at that point i think um and so um i went in for that nothing really came of it at that time and then i went in for another free trial like another free lesson like a year or two later and um the the one guitar teacher who was like giving me the lesson uh said that he thought that I should have gone right into the uh, performance program also he did this like I told we told him that I had been learning stuff by ear and he like did this testing I'll close my eyes and he plays some weird chord and like I would just hear it and like recreate it. Really? And so like yeah, that was pretty cool. But um anyways. What was I saying? <laughs> That's the um, question. How you got into school of rock. And oh that. yeah. So there was that. I did that, got in, and that's when I started. And that's how like I started like performing stuff because I'd been playing in my bedroom for like two or three years. So like to start like actually performing and playing live was like really cool to me at the time it was so cool tell me about your first live performance the first one i did it was uh well the first one technically was like this preview show for all the shows for all the school of rock schools okay in the area but i only played like two songs the first which ones it was highway to hell and Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. And then um, my first, like, full, like, set was just, like, it was the ACDC show at, I want to say, Slim and Chubby's. Okay. Strongsville. Right. Um, and it was, like, so cool. <laughs> so cool. Like, I have this one picture of me just, like, playing and I'm just like smiling. I'm just enjoying it, you know? Yeah. Like legendary picture right there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely send me that picture. I'll put it up on the website. Okay. That in the dragon suit. Um, did you guys 
So do you have just the white dragon suit or do you have white and black? Oh, I think that's where I was going with this. Um, okay. So if we did make the finals, we were going to make the black suit for oh, the finals. You should make it anyway. I, I do want to still make it. <laughs> <laughs> it is so cool. Man. Yeah, I know. I was blown away that you had that. Um, what was your favorite uh, gigging story? Talking about gigs, like your performances or anything. Tell me about a wild one. A wild one? Yeah. I mean, there's not too many like crazy things that happen in my two years of playing live. But um, so this funny story, we were, I was um, coming back from a vacation. We drove to North Carolina and um, like my family and we were supposed to have this gig like on 31st of July. So we were driving back that same day. Um, so I was like already tired and like exhausted. Um, but we got back and we were playing at this like outdoor gig. It was like our lead singer's mom's friend's birthday party. Okay. Yeah. So, um, it was, it was fun. Um, but like there's, so the stage was like, it was a, it was elevated. They had this like elevated stage and then like a little platform out front that was like um on the level ground and so i was under this one manager and he managed like a bunch of different bands and like so his way of doing shows was like everybody would get like a set to play but um and one of the sets was his band and so i was playing for like his band okay um and he we were playing midnight moses and he went out onto like the level part like on the ground and i was playing i was just like watching uh the drummer or something and like i just like look over and he's coming back up onto the stage and he like tripped and fell (laughs) and i was like oh my god bro come on (laughs) oh no i was just sitting there playing like Oh, it was it was funny. Oh. It was funny, but afterwards, after we were all done playing, we did karaoke and we played cornhole. That was a fun night. That was a fun night. That's cool. <laughs> Sometimes those backyard parties are just yeah. the best gigs. Yeah, I don't know the little like house parties, intimate yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> shows or whatever. Um, so who have you seen live uh, perform? Ooh, any shows seen, that stick out to I've you? Seen a lot. I okay. actually have a list of all the shows I've oh, seen. Oh, yeah, read them off. Yeah. And we'll Should pick one or two and talk about it. Read all of them? All right, let's do this. Or just pick a couple. Okay, so my first show, first ever show, Dave Matthews Band. Okay. Pretty good. It was at Blossom, but we were in the Pavilion, so it was not bad. Yeah. Um, And then U2. Okay. Foo Fighters. Rest in peace. Oh, um, dude, yeah, I know. I've seen all them witches twice. Tool twice, Iron Maiden, Greta Van Fleet twice, and then I went to the stadium tour with Joan Jett, Poison, Def Leppard, and Motley Crue. That, that was, was recently, that was right? Cool. Yeah. That How was, was cool. that? Uh, it was awesome. And to see, like, we've played songs in the band right. by Joan Jett, and, like, our drummer has this other band where they play a lot of Poison and Motley Crue stuff, and so they're all bands that, like, we we liked. Yeah. And um so it was cool to see them like all play together. Like who knows when 
you'll be we'll even be able to see any of them again to be honest yeah um and tell then, me about the Greta Van Fleet concert Greta Van Fleet okay so actually I do have a story about Greta Van Fleet um at the time that I saw them the first time I hadn't seen many concerts so I was I told my parents I was like I swear the only show that will top this is like them when they have more music out because they had only had like their first album out at the time. Okay. Where and was so this like, at? It was at the Agora. Okay. The Agora. And so then we just saw them in Cincinnati recently. Yeah. And it was like, it was awesome. It was so cool. <laughs> um, and so like I kind of told my parents, I was like, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> Cause like they have all their music out now and they're kind of finding their sound. Like they're doing more of a like progressive stuff kind of. Like yeah. You can he- really hear the, the rush influence in them, but oh, um, for sure. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Their newest album, dude, they played those songs. It was so cool. And like Jake on guitar, he would just like have these, like they would drag out the song so much. He'd have like mm-hmm. seven minute solos and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Lots of ad living. It was so cool. And then their um, encore. No, like bands would normally do like an encore of their like most popular songs. Yeah. Well, they they did. They started off playing Highway Tune, but then it just like kind of trailed into this like whole like blues breakdown and they just were soloing just for like I swear like 20 minutes straight oh and it was gosh. so cool. And then they resolve it at the end going back to Highway Tune. It was it was awesome. It was so oh, cool. I love that. Yeah. I mean, you're you're a big Zeppelin fan, right? Oh yeah. You're familiar with they kind of do similar, but with the whole lot of love breakdown. Yeah, yeah. They play a whole lot of love at the beginning, then they do all that twelve bar blues right. stuff. I love that. Yeah, I wish I could have seen Led Zeppelin live. That would be an awesome. That would be awesome. <sighs> yeah. Have you seen Zoso, the cover band that comes? around? Yes. Uh, Jason Bonham. Yeah. No, a different thing. Oh. So really? there's a. It's just a tribute band that comes around called Zoso. They've been around for. At the time I saw him, which was a couple of years ago, I think 24, 25 years. Okay. They have been together at this point longer than Zeppelin actually really? was. Wow. They are so tight. If you get the chance to see them, see them. Ooh, they play down okay. uh, at Lock 3 at Akron, the Akron Civic. They're all over. I'll, I'll send you the link. Okay, that will be cool. They yeah, we've seen outstanding. Um, we've seen Jason Bonham's Led Zeppelin experience. How was that? that I haven't seen that yet. That was cool. Um, the singer, honestly, he is like he sounds really good like he can he gets that robert plant like really well yeah um and jason bonham's like takes after his dad oh, he's a really good drummer. i would love to see him <laughs> drum in person man yeah that was really cool we were gonna see him the second time but it was at like a casino or something it was 21 and over and, oh. and me and my brother were like come on man <laughs> not yet not yeah. yet yeah oh that they're great all right and then Going down the list, I've also seen Clutch. I I'm not just, familiar. Who's Clutch? Clutch. Um, they're kind of newer, like late late nineties, like early two thousands, and they're still making music and stuff. Um, I kind of grew up with them too, honestly. Like my, we really like them. Cool. Um, what kind of stuff do they play? Is it? It's like. Um, it kind of goes under the stoner rock genre. Okay. Um, it's they're they're good. They're I'll good. Also check them out. You should check out the uh, the Elephant Riders. That's a good album. Okay. Um. And then we saw Primus do the uh, 
tribute to kings or or whatever the tribute to fallen kingdoms, right? Um, with the sword, which we've also listened to this, we like the sword for a while, so it was cool. cool to see them together too. But Primus, honestly, I never really listened to a bunch of them growing up, but okay. they were like, that was a good show, great live show. Yeah, it was a great live show. Um, where did you see them at? That was at Nautica. Nautica, okay. Yeah. Where's Nautica cool. located? I, I'm not familiar. It's I know Cleveland. I've heard the name, but... Um, Jacob's Pavilion. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, that's a cool venue, too. With, yeah. Like, the water behind it. I, I like that place. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also have some on here that I am going to see, which I am going to see. The Black Keys at Blossom. My brother bought, like a vip lounge or whatever oh wow shit okay (laughs) um and the smashing pumpkins with jane's addiction that'll be i'm excited for that one yeah that'll be really good. yeah i have if i would have seen them like jane's addiction a while ago i probably would not be as excited because like i I didn't know as much like i only recently kind of like around senior year high school started to like really get into jane's addiction but like man they're, I really like them. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. I dig that. I think that's pretty much it. I mean, there's a couple that, like, like I've seen Lord Huron do recently, which they're more of like a indie rock sort of band. Out of all those concerts, which one do you think was, like, wow? Like, the most influential, the best one you've seen I mean that's tough, honestly. <laughs> yeah, you listed that's a lot so of good bands yeah. you saw. Um I think I'm gonna have to go with Tool the second time. Really? Yeah, because the first time I wasn't I didn't know like too much of their stuff. Yeah. And so like I started to get like really get into Tool. Like I'd say they're like top three for me right now. Um started really get into them like in high school and so then we saw them it was like senior year of high school and i was now i like know all the songs and like i could appreciate it and it was i mean that's a cool show that's awesome man i mean they have really cool visuals for one like they're about that which is cool so does iron maiden like lasers or what yeah. kind of stuff. Oh, they they love the lasers and like all the lights and stuff, and they do some cool stuff with it. Um, but also I think just like listening to the songs and like like really appreciating it. Yeah. Now that and I play, I love playing like Tool riffs on guitar. Okay. Like Tool songs are like not hard but so fun and the tone that he get i love his tone it's i don't know i just i really love them to yeah. be honest that's probably just like the main reason i just no, really that's like cool. tool. to see somebody that you know you admire actually play and you yeah. see them play is just like what you know like it's just <laughs> yeah, cool yeah. like it's it's uh, i yeah I, I totally understand that um all right so when you get in the car or when you came here now what are you listening to um well, I usually, I make a lot of playlists of like different bands and like put them together and stuff, which that I'm also, I like doing because I like 
making the songs kind of flow pretty well and i don't know it's fun to me but um today driving here i was listening to my um, my metal playlist which i don't listen to a ton of metal but okay what kind of metal so i made like a metal playlist of like songs i like um there's some metallica on there megadeth um my dad told me i should put lard and sacred reich on there um and then there's the hair metal stuff like judas priest motley Crue, um fastway oh fastway's a great band yeah they're pretty good i like i they're another one i recently got into but okay they're they are good um tool obviously yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) and some iron maiden you know cool i dig it Uh, i want to take it back because i meant to ask you this before um when greta van fleet first came out obviously you're a huge zeppelin influence too and you love all that stuff right you know everybody was like oh the zeppelin copy band what was your take on that um i would say they did kind of have that sound they kind of sounded like not that they were trying to be Zeppelin, but that they kind of sounded like them, which is not like their fault. Like that's just his vocal range. And like, right. obviously the guitar tone, which it's just like a vintage tone, you know, like yeah. they had that, that old classic rock sound, which I feel like a lot of people were just like, not used to hearing it from like a new band, you know, that's fair. Because, like, you listen to their newer albums, like, especially their newest one, like, they are, that is, like, their own sound now. Right. Like, they figured it out, and they're doing it. Like, yeah. They've really melded into their own sound. Yeah. I yeah. do think they were very similar, you know, when they first started coming yeah. out. But when Rush first came out, people were saying the same thing. And right. And now you don't even think of that. Exactly. Not even close. You, you, know? you compare other bands to Rush. Now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a totally different thing. Um. Yeah. So, but, okay. okay. Another thing. Um, it's just like, I don't know. It's like, another thing with that is like, um, you obviously have influences, especially coming into this generation with all those legendary rock bands in the past. Like, it's easy to be influenced by them. So, like, it obviously shows when you're playing, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. That makes total sense. <laughs> All right, well, let's catch up a little more current stuff. So Heir to the Throne, how was that formed? How did that kind of start and become about? Because that's different from the School of Rock, right? You right, yeah. You from that now? Yeah, um, that was our own thing. Um, so one of the, the kids who was originally in the band, um, the drummer, is, like, from my school, and, like, um, I had met this, the lead singer, like, f- um, pretty shortly before it started, like, at, was a church retreat, um, cause my cousin told me and my brother to go. So we were like, all right. Um, so I like knew her from that. Um, and so I saw this post on the drummer story. And he said, high school guitarist needed. And I was like, okay. And then um, uh, 
I was like, well, he goes to my school. Maybe it's just like, it's probably just like jazz band or something. Cause you know, they put like high school in it, but sure. Um, so I was like, ah, I'll just step away from that. And then my cousin sends me, um, the same picture from his story, but on the lead singer's story. And she goes, she went to Walsh. So I was like, oh, maybe it's not jazz band. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And so like I contacted him and he told me that they play out at like local bars and stuff and um that they do the high school rock off and play at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh and I was like that sounds awesome. So yeah. Like, so yeah, so I joined and we had like it was it was different back then, like the band mates. We had this other guitarist and a different bassist we were called jericho's blade so now whenever i see people wearing jericho's blade merch i always <laughs> call it vintage um <laughs> but and so then the bassist graduated and the other guitarist flaked out still don't know why um but it doesn't matter um and so we kind of just i've had recruited this basis from our school because i did pit for the musical at our school so i was playing guitar there and he was playing bass and like he would always he'd always like play like yyz and stuff and i was like (laughs) he's like good so i like told him about him and and they're like yeah you should get him in and i was like i'll tell him about it so and so then we uh, made it as a four-piece. That's cool. Yeah, if you got a guy warming up with YYZ, I think yeah. you're set. Yeah. I think you're, you're pretty <laughs> yeah. much set on what it is now. Yeah, and it's like I feel like if the other guitarist stayed in, I we probably wouldn't have the same sound, and I think I wouldn't have broken out of my shell a little bit because when I joined the band, like I still wasn't super comfortable like improvising soloing and stuff yeah so i feel like that helped me sort of get comfortable and kind of get out there a little bit more so i feel like if he didn't leave then i probably wouldn't be as good as i am right now but i mean that's us now you know like now we can't have another guitarist yeah no that's cool uh that's awesome um, so what are, you know, what are you guys up to now with your musical career? I know you said you're on a little bit of a hiatus, but when is the return date? Is there a return date? Um, do you want to venture off and do other stuff or, you know, what's kind of, I the... mean, I, if I could to still play in like college, like maybe find some other people and play some heavier stuff like tool. Okay. That would be cool. Play some rush. Um, but for now, it's like if everybody's back in Ohio for like a break from college or something, then um, we'll try and get a gig for like the weekend or something. Like I'd still like to play with them and stuff. Like yeah. that's my band, you know, yeah, my original guys. band. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but Do you guys I, have merch and stuff? Yeah. Actually, my uh, my dad is the main merch 
Do you have a website guy. and all that? I can link on the onto our on my actually website no. Okay. We always just kind of physical merch. And yeah, all that. I just put it like out on merch tables when we play and stuff. Cool. Um. But yeah, if I could still like find some other people, still that would be cool to like sort of play different stuff yeah. than what I played with them. But still, I would like to play with them whenever I can. Yeah, I mean, play with anybody and everybody, man. Yeah. Because, I mean, when I, you know, first went off to college, I met a a plethora of different musicians from all different styles and all that, and it was so cool Mm, to play with all of them and get that experience. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely check that out. Um, What are your personal musicals? Where do you want to go? I'd say probably my main musical goal is to just play forever. Just, like, don't stop, you know? Fair. Like, I just want, I just, it's something that I enjoy and that makes me happy and is fun. I'd, I'd like to keep playing, whether it be in the basement of my future home or at bars with a couple of people or just with me and a guitar. Like, I, yeah, I'd like to keep playing. That's cool. <laughs> All right. Last question for you. Um, any advice for future musicians coming up? Anything that you've experienced along the way or, you know, whatever. What would you say to somebody who's just starting? I would say if you're just starting, don't necessarily only go by the book. You know, start by playing songs that you enjoy, not just like hot gas buns every 20 minutes (laughs) because that's all you can play. Like try finding songs that you enjoy listening to and maybe you can enjoy playing them, you know, like. And for, like, guitarists and stuff, I wouldn't stick to, like, only learning, like, chords and stuff. Because that gets boring after a while. And I just, I feel like it could turn some people off to it. Because then you're, like, struggling and you're getting frustrated. If you just have fun with it, like, enjoy it, that's probably my best advice. Fair enough. Yeah. I dig it. That and learn a tool song, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. You right, know well, one, any- you know them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, anything you want to plug or talk about at the end here? Um, you could follow us on Instagram at Heir to the Throne Band. I think that's that sounds it. right. I'll definitely have it up on the website. All I'll right. link all that stuff. If you could send me some cool. of those pictures, stuff we talked about, like first guitar and definitely the dragon suit. Yes. Well, I can find <laughs> it, but that is so cool, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, thank you. There'll be updates on that if we. Uh, if we do end up playing again soon, you'll find it there. Um, yeah. Come see us. <laughs> yeah, and you have a personal Instagram too, is right? Yeah, I do. Okay, I'll put that on there as well okay. in case you get involved with anything cool. else. Definitely, we'll we'll you know keep following you and all that. Awesome. But well, thanks for coming on, man. Hope you had a good time. Of course, really do. Thanks I for having me. I always enjoy talking with people about this stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's music. Right. right. It's cool. It's fun. Um, thank you to all the listeners out there. Hope you enjoyed it as well. Uh, if you liked what you heard here, please like, follow, and subscribe to whatever you're listening on. Uh, please check out our website so you can see all the stuff we talked about today and uh, pick up any merch on the website to help support what I do here. And that's it. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.